0: Welcome to Brown AF, Brown, ambitious, and free. My name is Neha Wuneva, your host for the transformation of a lifetime. So the explosive success that you want is not only attainable, but it's much less stressful on you. I'm gonna give you the tips, tools, and get you into CEO thinking so that women and people of color just like you work smarter and get way ahead. This is legacy leadership, and it's unlike anything you've been taught before, so tune in and listen up. Let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Brown AF. Today, I want to talk about something that really shifts you into a different mindset, a critical mindset for success, so... It's essential for perfectionists, high-achieving professionals to really think about their success from a different vantage point, point. and this is about the current success that you have right now in your life, and this is also about the success that you want, that you dream about into the future, strategically down the road. At all levels. And we don't really think about it in this way. And I think this is what creates a constant, ongoing struggle inside of us. And so it's this concept that we are spending so much time building a skill set, building our education this desire to really go out there, be successful and crush it to get what we want in life. And so this could be in so many different realms. This this topic will resonate and will can be applied when you are thinking about relationships in your life, in terms of having mental fitness and physical fitness that we want, and even the tangible things, the house, the car, the career, all of those things. And I want You to think about when we are going out and we are thinking about creating what we want, we often think about it as getting it. I'm going to go out and get it. And that is going to create a constant, perpetual action mode. And for people like you that are listening, my audience, high action mode is very familiar. This is what you built your career on, built your reputation on, built your education on. But today, instead of talking about going out there and getting it, which keeps us in constant chase cycle, I want to talk to you about what it means to actually have what you want. So switching from going out there and getting it to actually having it And how this may seem subtle, but it is really monumental. Because actually having what you want is where the discomfort is, believe it or not. Being a person who has what you want and feels safe and comfortable in that space is everything. It's about receiving what you want and not having to really stress about it, not having to really hustle for it, not being in that constant chasing mode. And so when you do this, you get out of that and you get into an idea where I don't have to control every little thing. So that's where the to-do list, that's what perfectionism comes from, is if I write it all down and I cross it all off, then that will create what I really want. And you'll hear me talk again and again and again. It's never about your to-do list. It's never just about thinking about today. We wanna rise up out of that moment and we wanna be thinking about the difference between going out there and getting what I want versus. Actually, I have what I want right now. And so, for other episodes, yes, for sure, I'll be talking about high quality action, higher energy around taking action. But today's episode is about really being a person who is the center of having what you want and what that really means. And so, number one, What this does is it builds everything on the idea that what you want, the success you want is inevitable. And this number one shift, if out of everything today, you think about actually just what you have is what you want and doubling down on that, doing more of just that building from there is everything. And it also allows you to think of the fact that this dream that you have for yourself, it's meant for you. This allows you to be more grounded and more relaxed. And when you are more grounded and relaxed, no matter what's happening outside of you, no matter the market conditions, no matter the staffing issues, when you are more grounded and centered, you can make better decisions. You problem solve more creatively and at a higher level, pulling on your expertise and you become a transformed thinker. And this is great for you. It's great for your team, your organization and for your family. When you think about this at this vantage point, this will allow you to have like a million applications. You'll be able to be more calm and relaxed and grounded, and you'll be able to access a different part of your brain. You will now be working from your prefrontal cortex in your executive thinking, and you will be creating new neural pathways in that. That part of your brain will be lit up and it'll become your second nature response versus the knee-jerk reaction Versus the lower part of the brain, the primitive brain, which is there just for protection, just for safety, just to avoid anxiety and panic, you'll be in a much higher level, which will be good for everybody. And so the other part of this, the next step is when you really switch into honoring what you have, you are so much more grateful for what you have. You can see your skills you can see the beauty of the day-to-day. We talked about being present in the last episode. And what we do when we have something already is we really cherish it. We build our strength in that area. And so, for example, if we just take it completely out of the professional mode, if you really are grateful for the time that you have with your family, even when it's challenging, even when your children or maybe it's your parents, they're driving you crazy, the gratitude that you feel for having them in your life, past or present, will really fill you up. And imagine the difference that is when you have gratitude, even in that moment when there's a lot of demands coming at you, you will, again, find a way to be more centered and more grateful about having whatever it is That you have your children, your family, your job, your role. And so for people that come to me and they're at their wits' end and they're really, really aggravated with their company, and they think that, you know, maybe I should just quit, maybe I should just leave. I'm I'm not being respected here. I'm not valued. One of the first steps we have to do is neutralize that. We have to get to a place where we're like, what do you really like here? What do you not like here? Because from there, you're going to take better action, higher quality action, higher decisions. You'll be able to really amp up what you're capable of doing right where you are before you think going to like a greener pasture is going to be so much better. Because humanity, human politics, people, people behavior, it's going to exist wherever you are. Sure, there's going to be better leaders. And if you have a super toxic, rude, defensive jerk of a boss or team or co-lead that's not going anywhere, absolutely by all means, if you know there is somebody ready for you that's going to value you, they're recruiting you, yeah, I do. I think that you should probably leave. But you want to leave from a stronger position. You want to mend what's going on. You want to be in a place a more neutral place, and place of gratitude. And from gratitude, you make a stronger move, a stronger decision. And so I wanna to go to the next point. We often think that having the thing that we want somewhere else, the amazing big title, the authority, the responsibility, an amazing compensation package and salary, everything is gonna be great in that other thing. In that other role, in the other company. And what we really wanna do is think about the fact that every vantage point, every place is going to come with a different set of responsibilities, problems, issues, and challenges. So, what we wanna do is we wanna build our internal skill set, our resiliency, so that we can handle it. And that literally what we do is we want to scale up to those challenges. We want to be able to know that we have what it takes inside of us. So many women sit it out and that's not because of you. It's nothing that you've created. It's not that there's something wrong with you. We sit it out because we don't know if we will be valued at the table. We don't know if we're going to be respected. And so it can feel very scary and dangerous and unsafe. And what we want to do is build our internal resources to have a voice, have more visibility at that role, no matter what, when we're confronted with rejection, when we're confronted with disrespect, which is bound to happen. I mean, that could happen, you know, I could get really fired up in a restaurant. It, it just depends. Some certain places trigger me and certain places don't. It just depends on what I'm choosing to think and believe is happening in that moment will then dictate my response. And so if you haven't built your belief in your ability to use your voice effectively to be seen at that level, just because you get into that level doesn't mean you're going to be able To handle everything perfectly, nor does that mean that you should resist it from where you are right now. And so we want to make sure, again, that we're shifting away from going after something because we think it's going to be so much better there or perfect there and being in that constant chase of getting something. We want to really think about what it will mean to have it right now. So that brings me to the next point. When you have that next thing, you really want to think about being the person who has it. So let's really contemplate that. Think about a role or something, an opportunity or a new business that you really want to have and ask yourself, who is that person that has it and does it successfully? that person who's running a team of multiple people, maybe it's a hundred people, how does she make decisions? How does she take care of herself? How does she rest, sleep? How does she energize her body and stimulate her mind? What does she say yes to? What does she say no to and why? What kind of stimulus does she want for her brain? And what kind of support system does she have in place when she's thinking about processes and SOPs that become revenue generating and really strategic to keep her professional life running? And also, what would she put into place for her personal life? So, these are all some of the things that we want to rise up out of the day to day and start to plan for and think about. And it may feel numerous. But it's really not. It's actually answering this one question and applying it to several places in our life. How does the person who already has this and is operating really well, how does she think? How does she feel? What does she put into place to support her life? Oftentimes, when we think of operating at a higher level, we are limited to thinking about how we would do it right now. It's natural to do that, but you want to be developing the skills, the decision making and the thinking to set up a really strong system for you right now. So the transition into that higher position, that higher level is inevitable. People around you can see, oh man, she's got the thinking. She's got the skill set. She's got the systems in place. Of course she's the one. It's so clear it becomes inevitable to them as well. So now do you see how that energetic shift is transferring from inside of yourself into your decisions, into your execution, now into the world, it's palpable, it's real, it's tangible to everybody around you. So we really wanna start thinking about the mindset of who that person would be and how am I that person right now? We want to be able to increase our experience right now, our expertise and the capacity and practice it right where you are. So going back to that example of thinking that another role would be better, a different organization would be better. Well, let's start practicing some of the skills that you would need right now. So let's go ahead and mend one of the more toxic relationships that you have at work. What are you not saying that you need to say to get it on a better track? What heart to heart conversation? Hey, can I pull you aside for a second? The way that you talked to me in that meeting concerned me. It made me think that maybe we don't have the kind of working relationship that I think is best to perform really well. Is something going on? Did I miss something? Having a real basic, neutral, non accusatory conversation can do wonders, even for the most quote unquote disrespectful toxic person. And so we want to start taking action that is uncomfortable and that is bolder outside of what we normally would do to set things back on track, to mend a relationship, not to become best friends. Maybe that will happen, but at least to become better communicators, to connect better around results, because that's what we do at work. So Instead of thinking that, oh, you know, it's too toxic here, what we want to think about is how will I be the person who has a better relationship with anybody from any walk of life when I run into them in any scenario? That increases your value, that increases your success and your skill set and makes all of your success more and more inevitable. So we want to start taking action from there right now. It becomes so much less about going out there and chasing something else as actually operating right now from that space, pulling on those skills, developing them, building them, decision making, your ability to handle rejection, your ability to manage risk really successfully. So it pays off. These are stacked success skills that I will talk to you about again and again that are essential to inevitable success. And you can build on that right now. So I'm thinking of a client who was very resistant and scared inside herself to take on a higher level role that she knew she was destined to have. She knew her technical skill set and expertise would set her up very, very well. Her people skills, all of those essential characteristics. She had them, but she was terrified about what it would mean to have a greater level of responsibility. She was worried about what it would mean to her one-on-one relationships inside the organization, what it would mean to rise up to a bigger level, to have to make difficult decisions that she'd be expected to make. She actually got feedback from one of her bosses about, hey, that's what we really need to see. We need to see that you can make difficult decisions and execute on them. So now she had a really tangible thing to work on. When you have something tangible, that is super powerful because now you can start to think about, well, what obstacles am I creating myself where I'm not having clear and direct communication With people that need to hear this from me. What decisions am I avoiding that would now create a domino effect of success that I'm not doing because I'm worried about the repercussions. I'm worried about an uncomfortable conversation, the awkwardness and the discomfort. We want to start having uncomfortable conversations so that we can rise up beyond our current level, build a different skill set. So when she was in that limited mental box, she was really only able to think about her effectiveness as where she was. But when she really thought about what would the culture need to be like? What would the system need to be like? What would my team need to be able to do? And how would they need to think strategically? She was now able to build her team, build the systems, build the practices that would allow her team to rise up and be really creative in how they handled problems they could be really responsive to the higher level leaders in their division and work better with other departments it becomes so much less about what you can't do and so much more about what you can do really really well so instead of being limited in her box she stepped outside of that and thought about all these opportunities in advance and solved them she put things into place she gave her better tools and they started to grow and they did it together people all around her noticed everybody commented things were getting done faster and at a better quality she was already exceptional to start with but now it becomes inevitable people all around you are seeing that you are a person that gets what needs to be done done right now in the here and now she did the internal work to go through her resistance, to understand what it was about, so then she could push those boundaries in actions and not in unlimited actions all over the place, really potent, high quality, focused action and skill. She saw what was missing in her team was able to prepare and build that strategically. And she went to work over the course of the next few weeks. She gave them the resources, put in the systems, and inevitably everyone noticed. She was even able to take more vacations, go away, disconnect on purpose, and not even open her laptop at all, which is really rare for her, for weeks at a time. And imagine What an exceptional, invaluable leader you are when you can do that. When everybody knows you are away and things work beautifully, like clockwork, the system is working really well. You have transmitted success into every element of the system. It's infused into it and everything compounds. It grows And it scales, even when you're not there being a puppeteer to all the tiny moving parts that gets noticed. It is a very success-based culture and the results start to really go through the roof. So when we start making decisions from that place, when we really believe we already have what we want, this is the title, this is the place. This is what I've been working towards. It's all within me right now. To quote one of the great raps of all time, she is me and I am her right now. Now I am taking action and decisions and showcasing my best into the world. Instead of thinking I don't have it, I have to chase after it. And you're in perpetual all over the place action. This is potent, concrete action that's tangible that people see. Now you're playing a strategic chess game. You're seeing all the possibilities that lie in front of you and making specific moves right now, developing your team, developing your system. And that's why thinking that success is inevitable becomes your success. That's why knowing you have it right now is essential. So let's shift you into gear instead of chasing for something outside of you that you don't have that may even feel unattainable. Let's shift into the mindset that I have what I want. I have the skills. I have the analysis to see what's working, what's not working, and what needs to be invested in, what needs to be built up. Do that now right where you are. Clear things off of your plate. Get out of meetings that are extraneous and focus your attention on creating the most valuable team. Give them what you need. Give yourself what you need because it starts with you. When you scale your skills, you scale your brain, you will scale your success, the compensation, the time, the freedom, the energy that you want You will have it. So operate like that today. So between now and next week, this is what I have for you. I cannot wait for you to come back. Please share this episode with other people that need to stop the chase and need to start the joy of the decision-making, of the groundedness, of the confidence of already having everything that they want. That line of thinking will create more of what you want. Go out there. Be bold, be adventurous, be brown AF in having what you have already achieved. Cheers to that. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast. We invite everybody who believes in inclusive success to join the mission here at Brown Ambitious and Free. This is for you to be more of who you are and succeed with simple tools and unlearn things that don't support your success. Please subscribe and share this podcast with other supporters and ambitious change makers and visionaries who want to be a part of this important movement to change the face of leadership and wild success. Check out our website to learn all the different ways to connect with me and work with me. You can work with me as a private coaching client one-on-one by booking a consultation call at www.nihacoaching.com. That's N like Nancy, I India, H Harry, A Apple, coaching.com. I also work with leadership teams and organizations to supercharge the leadership and execution and build a culture of success. Send us a message and book a call. Finally, would you like me to speak at your organization or association? That's easy to do. Reach out to us and schedule a masterclass or workshop. Come back every week for important discussions that will revolutionize the way you think Create and perform to get greater and greater success. I will show you how to use a proven methodology that takes out the guesswork and adds to your success. Join us here each week and spread the message. We will see you soon.